Welcome to another episode of the Fade You Podcast. This is our Wednesday college football preview show recording on Wednesday, October 27th. Thank you for checking out the pod. We appreciate your guys' support. If you're listening, make sure you're following us on Twitter at Fade You Sports and make sure you're subscribed to the pod. We do three a week right now, so you get them right when they go live. Uh, Chris Duke, it's been a pretty godforsaken October. We can't wait for it to be over, but we've got one more weekend's worth of college and NFL. You ready, big boy? I'm ready. I'm hoping the bloodbath can stop and Den can uh, piss away and I can turn my frown from 0-5 upside down, get a fiver, fiver and over. Kmart, you're back from Chicago. Uh, You had a pretty epic weekend up there with your boy, Jesus. You uh, got to watch some Catholics and some Trojans just play grab ass with each other. Are you ready for this weekend? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely ready to just actually watch football again and not have, I mean, it's an all-day affair going to South Bend on a train, and we didn't get back till 2 a.m., so I didn't really see anything other than the game I was watching. Neil, how's everything going there? Are you ready to to redeem your 0-5, and you ready for some college football winners? I'm ready for college football. As far as NFL, I hate the Lions this week. I hate NFL football. I hate this contest. <laughs> <laughs> so everything's going well. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing great. <laughs> All right. For asking. And, and Joe, you are trying to get some tickets for Fresno State versus San Diego State, playing it up in, uh, I guess, would, would Carson be halfway from San Diego to Fresno? Probably way closer to San Diego than Fresno, yeah. but but yeah, I mean, we're gonna me and the Duke are gonna go. Hopefully, we can get a couple more dads to come with us, but we'll just get violently drunk and root for our bulldogs. It'll be a good time. <laughs> we'll, there'll probably be about what like five thousand people there, so you know, we'll see what happens. The bulldogs will take down that that ranked piece of shit school, though. It'll be fun. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Fresno's coming off a big one against Nevada. What is San Diego State ranked right now? 21. 21. And what's the line? Dogs plus one. Oh, wow. Chris, that sounds right in your wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. They're going to knock them off. Fresno fucking, well, they handled Nevada pretty well. They almost let them get in the back door. Um, Well, they did because they were minus three, so they, they let them cover. And uh, San Diego State keeps squeaking out wins. They squeaked one out against the Spartans, San Jose, one by six against Air Force. So they're getting by. And now here comes a big test with the Bulldogs coming into town. Hopefully they can uh, get in the money. I know Joe and I will fuck around. We'll see if Dennis touches this one. It's the last one of the night. But there's some other ones that are more hype, um, you know, like yeah, BYU, Virginia, other stuff. So we might neglect this so Joe and I can go hard when we're drunk. Violently drunk, right? <laughs> Violently. <laughs> uh, Chris, wasn't San Diego State one of the ones last week that we featured in the Smelly Line Report? They were obviously ranked, but a dog at Air Force. Wasn't Air Force favored and ended up San Diego State won outright? 
Yeah. Yeah. Of course, was the baby fave, uh, unranked against the ranked, and uh, and you know, San Diego State really handled them well. They're up thirteen nothing at half, and never really, you know, relented. So uh, Air Force was underwhelming, and so now yeah, it's tough. Went up to, you know, Denver uh, elevation. Now they're back in Carson with the hungry Bulldogs coming to town. Well, let's get to some other plays. Kmart, give us something that you're looking at. Oh, man. I mean, I, I was laughing my ass off with what Neil said because I'm looking at these lines and I'm just kind of like, I don't like much. But I think uh, I'm going to start with the 9 a.m. games, go with go with the road fave. Uh, I think Spartans are getting a lot of love. I'm going to take Michigan minus four, a little revenge factor. They lost in Ann Arbor last year. Uh, I like the way they're playing as well as – What's his name? Jim or yeah, Harbaugh. Like he's just, he's got to come through at some point, you know, it's just, he's got to regress to the other side. He can't seem to win a big game. Can't beat a top 10 ranked team. Just something has to give. So that's kind of why I'm on Michigan, just more of the reverse fade as I think a lot of people kind of know that they're taking the, the home dog and I think Michigan is, you know, they had a nice test at home last week. I think they'll be ready. Isn't there a big narrative out there around Harbaugh versus ranked teams? Oh, yeah. It's it's kind of like your Shanahan when he's a yeah. fave. It's, it's, it's reverse. It's reverse. It's a, Harbaugh as a dog. I think he has not won at Michigan as a dog, which is very, very interesting. Well, and his Michigan teams have really underachieved until this year. So that's what I was getting at. If there's a Harbaugh versus ranked teams, Kyle, wouldn't you counter by saying, well, this is definitely the best Michigan team he's had up to this point? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's probably the best quarterback they've had. I mean, they've as great as they've had offensive weapons, they've always lacked an actual quarterback, in my opinion. And this is the first one they've had where he can actually stretch the field get outside a little bit so that's I mean there's probably a reason why they're ranked six and I kind of hate Michigan but I still kind of like Harbaugh because he coached our Niners so you know I'd like to see him you know succeed anything else or are you just still kind of searching oh, through this slate? um I mean I'm good I think I have to take Florida plus 14 uh, JT Daniels might come back but at some point I just got to figure Stetson's just he's gonna have a bad game they can't rely on the defense they're gonna give up two touchdowns at some point or maybe he throws a pick six 14 on the road against a decent Florida team just seems like too much so I snagged that because it feels like it should be something like 10 um you know I've looked at Florida State Clemson you know just but those are the two I've pretty much locked in right now um I might see if I can get Neil on a on a S word for Chris and Chris and Joe, just take San Diego state for who gives a shit just to have some fun Saturday night. I thought I read something about Florida, Georgia. Uh, Chris, did you hear this as well? Or maybe somebody else did. This is the, the most points Florida has been getting in this matchup in quite some time. Yes. Yes. I heard that when, yeah. I mean, Chris, do you think this is one Den touches? Georgia's number one. 
Florida's Florida's unranked, right? Unranked, but apparently Kenny White and some people have them still like top ten, top fifteen in the nation. You know, based off power rings and who they've played. They played. Yeah, you know, their strength has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a neutral. You know, it's always a neutral site game for them in Atlanta, and uh, or is it in Orlando, something like that. Um, and so yeah, we'll see see if the Gators can go toe to toe with the team that's allowing six points a game. Their defense is uh, pretty pretty good. Okay, Neil, let's throw it over to you. What do you what do you have your eye on? Uh, first, I'm gonna comment real quick on on our our game Michigan Michigan State. You know, I. With, with Kyle said about Harbaugh, I'm not sure I love the handicap that he's got to win one at some point, right? <laughs> like maybe just Harbaugh is who he is. I honest, I, I have toyed with this game a lot. I'm probably just going to watch it with it as a fan. Um, but, I mean, that is the narrative. That is the narrative on Harbaugh. Is he ever going to win himself a big game? And this is probably as big as he's had, you know, outside of Michigan, Ohio State, um, between these two teams. So uh, I'll watch it as a fan and, and see what happens. But a um, couple that I pointed out just real quick, um, I'm taking two small home faves. So I got, I like both rice is laying two and a half there at home against North Texas, North Texas is one and six on the season. Um, rice has just had all sorts of problems with their quarterback, but they went, they went out, they beat UAB. I watched a little bit of that game last weekend. Um, their quarterback played really good. And, you know, rice is rice has four losses on the season, but it's against Arkansas, Houston, Texas, and the seven and O UTSA team. So no shame in the four teams that they lost to. Uh, the other short fave I like is going to be Stanford um, at home against Washington, you know, Washington, Washington could barely get past Arizona, last week on that Friday night game. Um, Stanford's coming off a bye. I think Stanford's going to be a better – they're laying – Stanford's laying two and a half. So, I like that short fave also. Um, and then finally, I, you know, I feel like every week I have FSU on some side one way or another. Um, I actually think I'm going to take them this week. So, fun fact about Clemson. Clemson is 0-7 this year, ATS. Um, they're at home – and they are laying nine and a half. I haven't booked it yet. I'm hoping to get 10, um, but I'll probably book it if I can't get 10, and I'll book it at nine and a half. Clemson only has one win by 10 or more points, um, and is like the South Carolina State. Everyone else, they've either lost or they've won by like three or four, three or four points. This FSU team has looked like they may have actually started to figure things out. Um, took UMass against them last week. That did not work <laughs> My favor, um, but it's UMass. Like that's not part of the handicap of why I like FSU. I just, just still think this Clemson team's overvalued, though it's tough to fight against you know a team that's zero and seven HTS and you know wondering like Harbaugh does it ever regress to the mean? Chris, do you have that thing I sent you about Clemson earlier? Uh. Did you did you send it to me directly? I sent it to you directly. It's wild. It's a over ninety percent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, you sent me now. If you if you bet against Clemson, if you pulled a den in first quarter, first half in game, um, and the under. So if you're, if you're hammering fade Clemson to the unge, I asked you guys last week. Just because Clemson ever had an under game, you'd be thirty two three and two. This season, just unreal. Wow, that's wild. 
Yeah. So Neil, to your point, not only is Clemson 0 and 7 ATS, but they're not winning first quarter. They're not winning first half. They're not winning anything. That's by the way, from Ralph Michaels over at wager talk. I mean, that probably makes you like it even more, right? Like it's just the market continuing to overvalue a team that just isn't what they have been the previous few years. Right. It, it's at this point, it's just, it's just the name and you know, their starting quarterback. I don't even know how to pronounce his, his first name or his, or his last name, but I think I, I read he's got four passing touchdowns on the season on the season. Like, it, it's insane how how bad this is. I mean, I think that la- that game last year where he had to start for Lawrence in South Bend, I think he threw for four touchdowns in that game alone. And here, he, and you know, here he is this season. It's just it's wild what's going on with with this Clemson team and and just how bad, how awful they are. It's it's something else. Hey, Chris, didn't they didn't they bench that DJ Uagalalalalalay guy? I think they did, but then I think they brought him back in. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Chris, hey, he where did he go to school? Yeah, he probably went to some dog Modern day. School. <laughs> <laughs> no, he went to Bosco where your dumbass went to. Yeah, unfortunately. I'm looking at the box score for last week. I mean, he played last week. He probably got taken out at some point, but he was because some other guy that can't pronounce his name either. I don't know where Clemson's getting these guys, but he went 12 for 25, 128 yards, average 5.1, no touchdowns and two picks. And then at some point they replaced him and his backup went three for seven for 23 yards. So way to go Clemson. Chris, what do you think about that? I mean, you have a team that's 0 and 7 against the spread and naturally okay, they're not going to go over against the spread all season. So do you just – like, I know you personally probably want to just bet on them, right, because you're thinking it's going to regress at some point. Why not this week? But what do we do when we get this far into the season and we have teams that are either undefeated against the spread – we talked about a few weeks ago with Bowling Green – or winless against the spread like Clemson? Say a Hail Mary because they're now in uh, profile. <laughs> And now Den's even caught on, and he was on Pitt. He faded Clemson. So, you know, when Den at the beginning of the year is on Clemson, um, that first game when Georgia beat him, we were all happy. They underperformed, and then he kind of kept riding them. I think he was on them against NC State and lost outright. So even Den's catching on. This Clemson team isn't who we thought they were. So uh, even the public's bailed on them. All right, good stuff. So as a recap, Kyle talked about Michigan and Florida. Neil talked about Rice, Stanford, and Florida State. Hoping for the 10, but Neil, you said you'll still play it at nine and a half if you never get to 10. Yes, I will. Okay. All right, let's take uh, Real yeah. quick, I found the thing. Jim Harbaugh has zero wins as an underdog in year seven. He's 0-12, and, um, and Michigan's the only FBS program without an upset victory since 2015. Jeez. Put that in perspective, New Mexico, a 20-point dog at Wyoming last week could get the victory, but – so it's kind of crazy. Now, they're not really often dogs, right? Even this week, they're favorites. So you don't have to worry about it. But it's just crazy how a team of that caliber who you'd think would step up and rise to the occasion once in a while really hasn't. So crazy. You probably need that. I mean, it's like Matt's point that, you know, he brought up to me is just the quarterback play. I don't, I don't think they've had that. Like college isn't the NFL where games can be won in the trenches. Yeah, for sure they can from time to time. But in most cases – if you have a solid quarterback, he's going to have a chance to win you that game. Hence uh, why Nelly, Nelly over there hates Bo Nix. 
<laughs> oh. All right, we got smelly it. lines coming up. We got poop coming up. We'll do all that on the other side of the break. All right, last week, our smelly ones went one and two. Uh, Kansas State was a winner for the smelly. Uh, we talked about the Air Force San Diego State game earlier. And then, um, Chris, you, <laughs> I think you went big on Louisiana Tech against UTSA. That didn't work out so well for you. No, fuck. They, they had the lead early, <laughs> gave up a bomb, 75 yarder, and they kind of went toe to toe in the first half. And then um, UTSA's Hills Roadrunners just pulled away. And then another one we mentioned last week, of course, was Notre Dame against USC. And they ended up covering. So not the best week for Smelly. We'll try to do better this week. And why not start with the Irish? Chris, they're six and one. They beat SC. And what the fuck? Now they're only three and a half, laying three and a half at home against unranked UNC. I, I don't get it. This is kind of a what the fuck line. I don't, Kyle can help me. Anybody who's knows about injuries and all that shit can help me. I don't get it. I mean, North Carolina lost to fucking Florida State a team that we know can't even cover or beat anyone. They lost to Virginia Tech. They lost to Georgia Tech. Uh, and, you know, they limped by Miami. You know, uh, Miami was hungry. They were, you know, over a touchdown favorite, and they barely squeaked out a field goal win. And now they're only catching three to big, bad Notre Dame, who people say they could run the table and get in the playoff. I don't know. I'll be on the Tar Heels here. It's catching over a field goal. Um, North Carolina, that's a guy that we do love as a dog. Mr. Mac Daddy used to be at Texas. Now he's at uh, North Carolina. Go Tar Heels. Kyle, can you help out our our smelly French friend? Can you explain this line? I mean, it, it, it it's probably just the fact UNC was ranked 10 coming into the season. It's It's so similar to last week's game, but, you know, looking at that box score, I think I mentioned this the other night at the airport, but SC outgained them. It's just Slovis not knowing how to anticipate a rush. So if UNC can just hold on to the ball, run the ball, make some big plays, Notre Dame is overrated. Like it's, I know they won by two scores, but it's not like they, they didn't run them out of the building, nor have they done it to anybody all season long. Uh, the t- team, you know, they have weaknesses. They can't run the ball very well. They didn't even run it that well against a shitty USC uh, run defense. So it's probably in there. You know, it it definitely stinks, you know, and guys like Dennis are probably just going to be like, oh, wow, that's, wow, only three and a half. Hell yeah, Notre Dame all day, all day, baby. And that's when they win by a field goal or, you know, upset alert after, you know, it's, it's not that it was a top 10 matchup last week, but, you know, those kids, seniors especially, because they didn't play last year. I mean, they wanted the both sides want to kick each other's asses. Next one, Chris, you've got number 19, undefeated SMU. The ponies are a pick 'em at unranked Houston. The fuck? Yeah, that one is uh that one's gonna be a good matchup. I think Houston's been playing, would they get their asses kicked against Texas Tech week one? And then they've been playing good football ever since. And so it makes you wonder. I mean, SMU's been den one on them uh, last week. Big time win over Tulane, 55 points. Uh, so we'll see. Um, I, I have a feeling he'll be on SMU again. He always bets teams that have been good to him. 
So we'll see if, uh, if Houston can play tough um, at home. Next one for you. We talked about uh, Georgia earlier. They were a big, big favorite against Kentucky. Now, Kentucky hung in there in that game. They covered against Georgia. And now Kentucky, who's ranked number 12, is only laying one. It's minus one at unranked Mississippi State. Yeah, and Mississippi State's coming off. You know, they got absolutely wrecked against Alabama, and then they bounced back with a big win against Vanderbilt, who hasn't beat Vanderbilt handily. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then it just makes you wonder. That the SEC, it's beautiful. You see teams beat each other. Texas A&M beat Alabama. Mississippi State beat Texas A&M. Uh, on the road, which Bama couldn't do. So makes you wonder, you know, this Mississippi State team can play. They went toe-to-toe, barely lost to Memphis on the road and barely lost to LSU, um, you know, who's you know, obviously always decent. So it's going to be – we're going to see if it's a, a little hangover from that Georgia game for Kentucky and see if uh, Mississippi State Bulldogs can come up with a victory. Chris, you said LSU is always decent. <laughs> They're always Deese. With or without Coach O, Deese. This last one, God damn it, I hate this team. So they actually came through for us finally last week for Team Fade Down. Wisconsin finally came through. Last week, their land points against rank or yeah, against barely ranked Purdue, right, Chris? Wisconsin yep. was land points, Purdue was barely ranked. They come through. And here we go again. Wisconsin's minus three and a half against number nine Iowa. Fuck. Oh, man. Yeah. And I heard, I'm going to double check right now, but I'm pretty sure Graham Mertz. Okay. This is a starter. And they scored 30 points against Purdue. Guess how many completions their quarterback had? You'd be correct if you said five. So <laughs> their, uh, their fucking quarterback sucks ass. Uh, obviously, they ran over. Purdue didn't get the memo that uh, you need to stop Wisconsin's run game. I'm sure Iowa knows that. Really, really weird. Uh, Iowa's powerful. Really, you know, one of the best defensive teams in terms of turnovers this year. Uh, coming in top ten, and you've got an unranked four and three Wisconsin land points. Crazy. I know Den's going to be on Iowa. Um, and like you said, Matt, hate it. Hold your nose. Don't even watch. Put a blindfold on um, and hope for the Badgers. Kmart, Neil, you guys got anything on this one? Last time we saw Iowa, they were off last week, but they lost to end. I think it was, they were undefeated, right, against Purdue? Yeah. And they lose 24-7. to 7. You guys got anything on this Wisconsin-Iowa what-the-fuck line? God. I mean, yeah, I mean, I looked at it the same way. I mean, my initial reaction is, oh, my God, Iowa – Got to take the three and a half. They, I mean, they, they should in theory win this game like 14, 13 or something like that. Um, yeah. 36 but, is the total. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> neither team 36. has an offense. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, even when Iowa came back against, was it Penn State? Who? who yeah, Penn. I think so. Yeah. I forget like the, my half marathon week and I forgot what game it was, but come back and literally the the census was now you fade them the rest of the way and it it was funny their next game literally just shit the bed but yeah i mean it's i'll I'll wait and fade den because either way i'll I'll probably end up just picking the wrong side so i'd rather i'd rather just uh fade our man matt i have um a bonus one too do you guys think it's kind of weird that 
Baylor six and one at home. Texas is coming off back to back losses, and all they're getting is three. Yeah. I mean, Kyle, that's your boy Sark. How do you figure out this Texas team? Um, a lot of wide receiver screens and jet sweeps and third and fifteen, throw the ball two yards down the field, use their <laughs> athleticism. It's it's the same shit everywhere he goes. Um that's that's why they gave up that big lead against Oklahoma. Just offenses like that get stagnant. And it's, all you got to do is play one over the top, come back down and hit that motherfucker, you know, when he, right as he catches the ball, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, but I don't know. Co- coaches don't know how to coach X's and O's half the time, I guess, but they get paid millions of dollars. <laughs> Let's move on to poop. Got a shout out last week's poop report that actually went four and three. We did mention Kansas. They jumped out to that lead somehow, and they covered the entire game. Uh, Neil, you mentioned North Texas earlier in the show. They actually covered as part of the poop report against Liberty last week. We had Navy cover against Cincinnati. We talked about Arizona. They easily covered against Washington. Uh, The losers, poor one out for Neil, who was on UMass. Uh, I mean, Neil, is, is UMass just scum of the earth? Oh my God, they were so bad. Oh, we're going to watch. We'll have more on them here in a minute. Uh, Vanderbilt, of course, also scum, lost by thirty nine. And then we we did mention Northwestern, who hung in for a while, but then Michigan pulled away. So here's who we got on deck this week: uh, poop on tap. So Chris, this is one who actually has treated us well at various points. UNLV, they are zero and seven, but they have come through for us a couple times, namely that Fresno game. Uh, they Nevada wants to kick somebody's ass after losing last week. So you got UNLV at Nevada on Friday night getting 20 and a half. Can, can those poopy, smelly, disgusting rebels do it again for us? Yeah, a little in-state battle. Uh, we'll see if they can play, play tough. They have been when they've been big dogs. Um, you know, Nevada had a big blow to blow match with, uh, Fresno last week. And, uh, Let's see if the Rebels can do it. It's one of two games on Friday. Something tells me our little Denny friend might want to have action on that, and we know who he'll be on. I got two here in the Pac-12 that I want to ask Kyle about. You know I'm going to ask you about Arizona SC. Arizona plus 21. And then I also want to ask you Colorado. They suck this year. Plus 24 at Oregon. Uh, I mean, you, you know me. I'm not big on these big, big spreads. I would probably, probably lean to Arizona. Uh, you know, obviously taking 21. I mean, get 21 and a half. S- I mean, I don't know if it's SC's homecoming. I think it is. So usually, you know, they get that cupcake on the schedule to go out and get the fans thinking they're good. And yeah, hoorah. <laughs> but I mean, th- either either way, that's a, that's a game that, the fan base leaves after the third quarter, just bring in, you know, the, the two scholarship players left that haven't played all game, you know, and get backdoored. So, you know, definitely lean those Oregon. God, like, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably just lay the points and say, screw it. Just go kill somebody. Finally. It, it, I don't know. It's, it's tough. A few like, bucks. It's not your year. You think yeah, the I mean, they're, they're terrible. Like, 
I mean, they might be worse. They actually might be worse than Arizona. <laughs> like Arizona's at least from those first three games has improved. They got a decent coach over there. They just they just don't have you know much talent, but they're at least not throwing in the towel. They're they're getting better. But Colorado's terrible. <laughs> Here's a few more for you, Chris. How about Texas State? Fucking sucks. And then a team that seems to always be right there and is pretty decent is Louisiana Lafayette. So the Raging Cajuns are laying 21 against a shitty two and five Texas State team. Wow. Yeah. It's only 21. It's crazy. Yeah. This is probably, is this interconference? I think so. They, um, they always shade a little bit down. But yeah, Lafayette's very, very um, good. Weren't they ranked, I think, coming into the year? Point, and now yeah. there's. Yeah, so barely squeaked out a win at Arc State, one of the worst defensive teams in the nation uh, last week. So um, we'll see. And that obviously, uh, Texas State's not very good. So that's a very interesting one. But that's He's, a nine one. That'll get overshadowed. I yeah. wish Dan would touch it, but probably won't. Now, here's a team that we've needed a couple times in the, our diarrhea green, green wave. So Cincinnati can't cover against Navy, and now they are minus 24-and-a-half at 1-and-6 to Lane. Chris, could you see us needing the diarrhea green wave again this week? Man, they were played so tough for us against Oklahoma that week one, and you thought maybe there'd be some value on them. But ever since, Den has bet Ole Miss against them. They got destroyed. Den bet Houston. Was it Houston last week against them? Uh, they got destroyed or, or whoever they played. And so they just have not come through for us as big dogs. Um, I could see us maybe needing them this week. We'll have to hold our nose for the, the diarrhea. This last one, Neil, here you go. If you want to go back to the well, we're going to go. Liberty could not cover at North Texas last week, laying three touchdowns. How about laying 36 against Neil's UMass Minutemen? Neil, you wanted, uh, I think, what did you want last week? 35? You want 36 this 35 week? 35 and a half, dude. You got to do it. 30, it was 35 and a half last week, and now I'm getting, thir- and now I'm getting 36. Woo. Got to do it. It's t- the, the weird thing about, the funny thing about Liberty is, you know, I don't, and I, we missed it last week on our recap with, was, Liberty, I think, had the the biggest loss as a favorite in the last 20 years, I think I read. Two weeks ago when they were playing ULM, they were 32-point favorites, and they lost outright by three to, U, to ULM. They come back. They follow that. They, didn't, they don't cover the 20, I think, last week against UNT. Um, oh, man, but the UMass Minutemen are a different level of scum than – than me the anyone that anyone's ever played with I, I don't know if i can d- dip in my toe in the well again what, what do you think chris can can paul revere ride in and with the Minutemen up there in massachusetts and get one for the scum just pull one out i mean like i said i mean Tulane, we have been on them since oklahoma it was Ole Miss destroyed houston and smu so it's been three or four times We've been on these poopy sides before, and they like we say at the end of the, the show, sometimes you'll get that shitty result, and uh, you just have to accept it, Neil. Just ride the poop wave. Take the minute, man. Chris, how about Kansas? 
coming off the cover against Oklahoma. This is one that, that Den killed us on. He was on the under, right? The under. And we thought yeah, we were gonna yeah, we thought we were gonna need points from Kansas. And right. turns out they did their part and Oklahoma kind of was sleepwalking through this one. So this week Kansas is getting 30 and a half at Okie State. Wow, Kansas a poop again. They're kind of uh, you, they're kind of that team you just never know um, what you're getting. They're kind of like the Lions of the NFL where the Lions just play up to their competition, almost beat the Ravens and then get destroyed by the Bengals and almost beat the Rams. And now maybe they'll get destroyed by the Eagles. So you never know. We always said, I think we mentioned on a pot or two ago, we do like Kansas in the first half sometimes. Um, you know, I always lean that way because a lot of these shitty teams can hang for a sec. And then they get destroyed, but they uh, ended up hanging with OU the whole game. Also, touch on that last week was Kansas's first cover of the season, though. <laughs> no, God way. bless them. Little, little fun fact: they are now one and six ATS, which is surprising, right? For a God team that is them. so bad, right? You already know Kansas is going to lay a, a, a huge number against everybody, and even still, they were zero and six heading into last week against Oklahoma. So God, God bless. Wow. God bless their little yeah. hearts and go poop. Let's do it again. All right. That's our show. That's our college football preview. Hope we gave you guys some good information. Look forward to our NFL preview coming up on Friday. And before we get out of here, Chris, just remind people, you said it earlier, what happens sometimes when you bet on poop like UMass, just ask Neil. It might get smelly. Your tummy might feel diarrhea. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah.